Welcome everybody to the third episode of the Rundown Podcast. I'm your host Abe Hicks and my co-host Dylan Kearns and we're ready to talk some baseball with you. Dylan, my man, how you doing? You know, we're doing well. Um, baseball, you know, my Cubs are playing your beloved Yankees this weekend. And it's, them too. it's sad because, you know, I sat here and I thought back to the last time we played 2017 Wrigley Field, um, the, the sweep of the Yankees that had the 18 inning marathon the other night, uh, the, not the other night, back in 2017 on Sunday Night Baseball. And then this year, it was the nice little 13 inning affair that took place last night with OJ, Jose Trevino with a walk off. And I was like, man, dude, and then. Um, you know, it's we haven't been at Yankee Stadium since Masahiro Tanaka's rookie year, and we were kind of upset as Cubs fans thinking, like, yo, this dude is going to be legit. Um, he, he was all right during his Yankee tenure. He was great his rookie year, but um, excited to be back at Yankee Stadium, not excited about playing the Red Hot Yankees who continue to pound everybody's ass, <laughs> including ours this weekend. Yeah, Masa was amazing. First off, Masa was, was everything the Yankees needed at the time. And, yes, it is always fun kicking – the Cubs, but because we don't do it often, because we don't see them often. Yeah, yeah. Speaking well, maybe we'll be as good as you someday, which <laughs> it's gonna be a while. Give it a few years. Give it a few years. <laughs> Speaking of things that have been but, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some guys who have been not so good lately. And uh, Dylan, who's that one guy for you who has been terrible lately? I mean, I think we got to look at this as a whole. It's just strange how some guys have great years and then their career drops off. And and I look at no one other than Christian Yelich of the Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, this was a guy a few years ago who was an MVP candidate, right? He had that great end to his 2017 year, 2018 year uh, that really transformed him to be amazing. an MVP candidate. Like, he was yeah. legit. Like, this guy was all over the place. But it seemed like just over the last few years, he's just sort of fallen off. It took him like the end of 2019. He started to fall off the face of the year. 2020 had a bad year. 2021 wasn't great. And here he is in 2022. He had a home run today, but still six homers on the year. His average isn't great. This is a guy who just, he's struggling mightily. He hasn't had the glove ever. I mean, that guy's never been able to play defense. I think that's pretty obvious at that point. He can't throw. I think he tried gunning down a runner at Wrigley Field a few weeks ago, and his arm was just shot. So defensively, he brings you nothing. But at the plate, it seems like something just – something isn't clicking for him because he used to be on time and nailed it. Like, he was in his – the last few years, that guy was money. But over 2020, 2021, now here in 2022, yeah. it just seems like he hasn't been that great. Yeah, I, I, don't, know what, I don't know what's been going on with him because – I know Ag earlier and early on, like after the year he won the MVP, you know, he battled some injuries. But yeah. he's been healthy recently, right? Yeah, he's been healthy. He's hitting 234 this year, 248 last year, 205 yeah. in 2020. Yeah, he hasn't been good. He has not been good. That is interesting. Yeah, and I maybe I should should go back and say the segment is the players who dropped off, the players who have fell off the earth instead of who have been bad lately uh but yeah dylan you are you're i mean i just i mean just to go back on here 2018 the guy won the mvp right he won the mvp in 2018 2019 he was second in mvp voting with a 329 average 44 yakums or placatas as mr uh carlos peña would say on mlb network but 326 329 in his first two years in milwaukee 2020 drops down to 205 like, that's a big jump from 329 to 205. I get it. COVID shortened that's, year. Yeah, that's the COVID year. Back. 
2021, here's his chance of redemption. The guy's home run totals. He played 117 games, and he only hit nine home runs. Yes. Nine home runs in 2021, and he hit 248. This year, he's up to five homers, but 234. The six. average is six. gone. It's weird. He has six home runs, but yeah, the average is yeah, gone. Six. And it looks like the power's gone, too. Yeah. This was a guy who was locked in once he got to Milwaukee. You know what? Here's my here's my opinion. This is why I think what, what happened. Usually we see with guys who have those breakout years, and this will apply to the next part we're going to talk about too, but those guys who have those breakout years, this first year when they come out, explode and take the year by storm, they may show that again the next season. But there comes a time and a point, and this goes with any sport, any sport, the league will figure you out. There will become, yep. There will come a time, it may take a little bit, and I believe that pitchers, they figured out how to pitch the Christian Yelich. Yeah, they did. That's what I think. That I guess no one else in that lineup really fears you. That's I mean, true. maybe Rowdy Tellez. Like back, like in the in the good years of eighteen, nineteen, you had some nice pieces. Uh, uh, uh um, the catcher there that was uh, was it Yasmani Grandal was there. Yeah, Grandal. Uh, you had Mike Moustakis, you had Ryan Braun. Like, you had guys around you that, like, you couldn't really pitch around Christian Yelich. Yep. Now you sort of can, and, I mean, he's the one guy you can really game plan for. But, I mean, it's just strange how his career was. I mean, this dude was 26, 27. You're thinking, all right, 28, 29. He's still in his prime. He's going to have great years, and he just absolutely shits the bed. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot like Christian Yelich, there was another player, former MVP and rookie of the year, who was just – falling hard hard on earth and i don't know what happened and his name is his name is cody ballinger um obviously you know defensively he's still really good he's still one of those top defensive players in baseball very versatile uh can put him anywhere in the outfield can put him at first base but boy that bat has disappeared i don't know what happened to it i mean this guy this guy was a former mvp his rookie year dylan he hit 39 home runs 39 home runs. In 2018, he had a little bit of a dip. He had 25 home runs. But the next following, the following season, he came back about a 305 and won an MVP. And then the COVID year happened. And then he's been he's been really bad after that. How I much know, can you... What were you going to say? Ahead. I, I was, mean, how much year, can you factor yeah. into that 2020 year? Because, I mean, that, that could have screwed both guys. Maybe, maybe that is what screwed both guys. Because in 2021... Chris, I'm sorry, Cody Bellinger, he did get hurt. He only played 95 games. This year, he's only played 53 games. And he's only batting 206 with an OPS of 677. Yeah. Like, those are tremendous drop-offs. Like, he yeah, is yeah. not con- contributing to the Dodgers' success. Very minimal. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it goes beyond that. Like, I mean, they got everybody in their lineup. Like, yeah. Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts. Like, you got MVPs up and down the lineup, and – He's probably the worst MVP on that team. Like, uh, I mean, it, which is crazy because, I mean, who, who has multiple MVPs on their roster? But still, like Cody Bellinger not even contributing to their successes. I mean, I'd agree with that point. I mean, he's he's someone that really just took off early in his career. And now it seems – I think with him, it's more of a problem for me. Yelich, we saw him have good years in Miami. Yeah. We saw him have great years in Milwaukee, and then he yeah. sort of fell off as he got older. Yeah. or Bellinger's still young. Like Bellinger's still, still young. a guy that's looking for that contract. He's and the way he's performing, he's gonna get a minor league invite to spring training. The way he's <laughs> playing, man. I mean, I mean, let's be honest here. Like maybe that's a little bit of a stretch, but still, I mean, 
It's not big time. And, you know, he kind of reminds me when Yasiel Puig broke in. And I know Puig had 28 oh, homers a great few years. I mean, I know, like, Puig went 319 his rookie year. Yeah. He was in the MVP voting, finished 15th, but he was rookie of the year, second in that. Um, he was an all-star in 2014 at the age of 23. But after that, like, 11 homers, 11 homers. He dropped to 255, 263. Like, but then he had a few good years where the the power came back. Yeah. But, I mean, it was just that overhyped Dodger prospect that everyone's like, let's go. Let's get in line with. And it just sort of fell off. And that's how I feel with Bellinger right now. And I think with him, obviously, his he has a unique batting stance and his, his swing yeah. pattern. Uh like his launch angle it's it's different and i think pitchers find that pitchers finally figure that out they learn to all right let's throw this guy up in the zone where it'd be harder for him to to go get in get his bat level to the ball and i think that has contributed to a lot just pitchers and other teams figuring out how to pitch to a guy they finally got yeah. tape on so i don't know hopefully he could turn it around like you said he is young the problem is he i don't know how much longer he has until his contract year yeah, oh, he's he's eligible in 2024. Oh, yeah, so, I mean, he's still got another year after this. Yeah. So really, his arbitration, he's not going to make anything in arbitration because no. they're going to just offer him low ball shit, which, I mean, based on his last few years, I think you'd agree. Like $4 is debatable. Yeah. I think that's a good salary for someone yeah. who's hitting 206. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because we used to view the Dodgers like, oh, you, you would circle Cody Bellinger in the lineup be like, oh, don't want to pitch to that guy. Oh, let's be careful around this guy. Now Cody Bellinger is like non-existent on the Dodgers yep. roster. You forget he's there because it's all about, you know, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, Max Muncy. Like, I genuinely forget that Cody Bellinger is on that team sometimes. And the most underrated player you never mentioned was Justin Turner. Like and that Justin guy, Turner. he's just consistent as hell. I know he's having a down year this year, but he's in his late 30s. So I'd agree with like, obviously that dude's been a beast since he's gotten to LA. Yeah. And I mean, I'd, I'd honestly, I'd say Justin Turner's a better ball player than Cody Bellinger is right now. I would agree. I would agree. Now, now we're going to go from players who have been bad to teams who have been really good. And two of those teams are the Atlanta Braves and Toronto Blue Jays. But who do you want to start with here? Who do you want to talk about? You know, I want to talk about the Toronto Blue Jays. And this is a team before the start of the year, right? I mean, you talk about Toronto. Everyone had World Series aspirations and everything going on around that ball club. Like, hey, they could potentially win the World Series. A lot of picked them, A lot of people picked them to win the division. Not a lot of people believed in Boston. They were fearing Tampa's strategy would pay off the nerds trying to get in the first place. And no one really had the Yankees, but here's the Yankees right now in first place. But Toronto, I mean, the wait with the expanded playoff, the expanded wild card, three wild card teams, I think they're yeah. a lock um, to get into the postseason. But they have a nice schedule right now. They're playing Detroit, beating up on some bad teams. Baltimore's mixed in there. A couple of bad teams coming up on their schedule to where they can really command a division lead. And that's what they've been doing. I mean, they're 10 games over 500 right now with a win today. And they, they called up Gabriel Moreno, a nice catcher that everyone's been talking about. He got to meet with Miguel Cabrera, Venezuelan native. He was crying before the game. That was just a great story there. But yeah. looking at the Blue Jays as a whole, like their pitching is definitely something that, I mean, they got Manoa, the big fat guy who throws <laughs> strikes. And then the big lefty fat guy, uh, Hunjin Ryu, coming back from injury. Yeah. He's been okay, but Jose Barrios has been a little bit up and down. I think I like this team. Obviously, the power, they can slug. Um, especially bringing a Moreno kid up who's been hitting the tar hitting the tar off the baseball in the minor leagues. Uh, I think this team's really solid going forward. They need to get healthy. 
Uh, George Springer's played well for them as well. So, I mean, it's all contributing right now. At the top of the lineup, they're getting on base, they're driving in runs, and their pitching's been pretty solid as of late too, which mm-hmm. has contributed to this win streak. They just got to keep beating up on these bad teams. Exactly. That definitely think uh, playing, you know, the not so good teams can give a, can give a team a lot of confidence, and I think that's what has happened for the Toronto Blue Jays. What I want to focus on with the Blue Jays is that their offense, their offense has stepped it up tremendously. In the last 13, 14, 15 games, they have led the league in a lot of the main hitting categories. For example, they lead the league in runs, uh, hits, RBIs, batting average, and OPS. So they're hitting the snot out of the baseball right now. Their offense is clicking. Vladimir Guerrero has turned it around from a from an early cold start. He's starting to figure it out. He's getting hot at the right moment. Bill Bichette's cooking. Um, all around their lineup is they're stepping up. They're doing what they're supposed to do, beat up on the bad teams. And that's what you should do if you are a team with as high as expectations as the Toronto Blue Jays. And like you said, their pitching has definitely stepped it up too. As a Yankees fan, I hate seeing Alex Manoa. He terrifies me because um, he kills us. He just carves us up like steak dinner every single time. Yeah. I mean, the guy can pitch. The <laughs> guy can really... pitch. He's got a big belly and he can throw. Yeah. It was yeah. big time there. Speaking of teams that can pitch, the Atlanta Braves have been pitching their socks off lately. Uh, just to go over some of the things that the Braves have been doing, their pitching staff has really led them into a very nice and hot streak right now because they're on a 10-game winning streak. And they are top five in the ERA. Uh, they lead the league in just recently, I should state, Recently, they're, they're top five in ERA. They're top five in hits allowed. They're leading the league in strikeouts the past 15 games. Like, they've been, their pitching staff has really stepped up. And it's really nice to see. I feel like their offense is clicking as well. Uh, Ronald Acuna, um, as he's getting back into the group of things, he's stepping it up. Austin Riley. I mean, we saw um, Ozzy Alves with a big grand slam today. And a lot, I think a lot like the. Um, a lot like the Toronto Blue Jays, they are beating up on some bad teams, which is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to play who is on your schedule. So it is a good thing that the Braves are beating up on these bad teams. And and if you look at the standings there in the NL, I'm sorry, yeah, in the NL East, the Braves are picking up some ground on, on the Mets. They are. They are. And I mean, this is the June, June month of June for the Mets, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. this is where it really just comes around, the June swoon. I mean... Uh, my, my buddy Gus Ramsey, program director at Full Sail University, he said, it's like, hey, yo, hey, as a Mets fan, April, May, we love it. I June comes it. around and it's it the June time. swoon. He's yeah. like, it always happens. So um, mm-hmm. obviously it's, it's strange how that works, but the Braves are playing great baseball. That's the main topic here. And uh, you mentioned the pitching staff. It's about time. I'll be honest here. It's about <laughs> time that we've seen this pitching staff. Uh, and, and I'm not talking about Max Fried or Charlie Morton or some of the veterans on that staff. Yeah. I'm talking Kyle Wright, Ian Anderson, those young guys that they've been grooming for a while. I mean, a lot of those pitchers were led their uh, minor league system, whether it's Tukey Toussaint, Colby Allard, who they had to deal, uh, Luis Gohara, like so many guys in their system over the last few years, these pitchers are going to be in the rotation. Sean Newcomb, be in the rotation. These guys haven't been in the rotation. They've sucked. They've ended up being big-time busts. Half of them are out of the league now. But the real good guys have been stepping up. Kyle Wright, Ian Anderson, a couple others. 
Uh, Kyle Moeller, a lefty in the minor leagues right now, could potentially get a call here soon. I mean, they have nice young pitching, and then you you mix that with the veterans on the staff already, mm-hmm. um, potentially get a Mike Soroka back in the second half. That'd be big time for the rotation. But yeah. to your point about Ronald Acuna Jr. bringing back, I mean, that guy has played great baseball. And I wanted to bring up a point on Acuna. We, all t- we talked about earlier um, mm-hmm. uh, of Cody Bellinger and uh, also Christian Yelich. The 2020 year for Acuna, he hit 250. That's, an, that's a bad year for Acuna, right? From yeah. 293 to 280, 250. Then you think, okay, last year he's killing the game, right? He's back to who he is, tears his ACL. I was waiting to see which Ronald Acuna we got this year. This is a guy who's coming out hitting tanks. Six bombs, hitting over 320, has 11 stolen bases in 30 games. I mean, this guy's like, screw an ACL. I'm t- taking over this team, and I'm winning baseball games, and he's fired up. He's playing great. Ozzy. I mean, I love their relationship. Those guys just go at it. I mean, they're just so fun to watch, that Braves team. And uh, they're, they're playing winning baseball. They won 10 in a row. And just as they said in Moneyball, we're going for 20. We're going for 20. So hopefully they can get there. But uh, the Braves are playing winning ball right now, and I like them. They are. And like you said, Ronald Acuna, he's one of the most exciting players in baseball. If he didn't get hurt last year, he was probably on track to win the MVP. Like, he was yeah. playing at that type of level. He is one of the, He's a 40-40 type of guy. That's who he is. I think one day he'll he'll be able to achieve it, and I think he's going to win multiple MVPs because he is that he's just that talented. He's lived up to all the the hype of being a number one prospect, and and he's definitely he's definitely one of the main reasons why why the Braves are rolling right now. Yeah, I mean I I'd, I'd agree a hundred percent. All right. Well, this past week, uh, MLB came out with the All Star fan voting um, All Star ballots and. And we're going to check out our list here, you know. Uh, Dylan, I'm interested to see and hear your your all-star takes. What's that looking like? All right, so I'm going to lead it off off the top, and I'm going to start at first base, and I'm going to go with the young guy. I Like, I love, like, underdog stories, but obviously I got to understand, like, these guys are, are big league? league players who are trying to make the all-star game, right? Yeah, what league? Yeah, I'm starting with the American League, and I'm starting at first base. I'm going Ty France. I think that guy deserves an all-star game. I mean, he's hitting 330 on the year, nine bombs, 38 runs driven in on a Seattle team that's had so much expectations, man. Like, if you're I, – I said it before on this show. Like, Seattle, the way – DePoto's just – he's traded everybody. He's going all in just to make the playoffs. And, and Ty France has done a great job at least getting them to that uh, – to win it, playing winning baseball because he's hitting 330. The nine homers is nice. Uh, his on-base average is 406, best in his career. I think that's a nice pick over there at first base in the American League. It's not a deep pool. If you look at a couple other guys um, in that in that area, I think Ty yeah. France is a great pick for first base. Do you want me to go into the rest of my team, yeah, or did you yeah, want to just, pick for first yeah, just base? Just run it through. Just run it through. Second one, I, I like every team needs an all-star, right? And, and I know this kind of defeats my point here, but I'm going Andres Jimenez at second base, the Cleveland Guardian second baseman. Mm-hmm. Seven bombs on the year. This is an uptick in power. This is a guy who doesn't have a lot of power. Seven bombs, 303 average. He's only struck out 36 times across 162 plate appearances. It's the guy who puts the ball in play. He gets on base, and he's got four stolen bases as well. I think he's an underrated ball player right now. And uh, third base, you know how much I love Rafael Devers. First episode, I basically, um, for lack of a better term, uh, 
not going to go there. Let's just say uh, I'm going to I'm going to go with Jose Ramirez, switch hitter, um, sticking with the Guardians. I think that guy is very good and one of the most underrated players in all of baseball. I'd also say Xander Bogarts. He's my shortstop on the American League. Um, Austin Hayes is having a fantastic year out in Baltimore. I think he deserves a All Star bid. He's, a start, yeah, 291, seven bombs. Get in line yeah. here, kid. I mean, he's having a great year. I think Austin Hayes, uh, Aaron Judge, obviously. Like, that's that's the biggest lock I've ever seen on a ballot in my entire <laughs> life. Um, Aaron Judge, Austin Hayes, Mike Trout's my other outfielder. I think even with his slump, he's still having a great year, and Mike yeah. Trout's just the best player in baseball. Catcher was tough. I looked at Alejandro Kirk. I looked at Jose Trevino. I went Jonah Heim. I went Jonah Heim. Every team needs an all-star. Texas, you better not throw John Gray in there. You better not throw anybody else in there. Jonah Heim is a nice switch hitting catcher. I like him a lot. He's having a great year. And, and DH is Jordan Alvarez. That's what a bench is for. No, that's what Put a starter the sucky teams. Put the sucky teams who don't deserve a starter. Just give them a player on the bench. Do you think he deserves to start? Because he has seven home runs. He's hitting 262. Uh, 19 RBIs. I mean, from a catcher position that doesn't produce a lot of offense, this is a young guy who was a fourth-round pick in the MLB draft. He ended up uh, getting selected, I believe it was by uh, Oakland. He was traded and a couple other places he ended up going. I mean, this is – I like Jonah Hine. He's having a good year. All right. All right. All right, well, let me give you my AL takes, and then you could do – and we, then we could do it now. All right, so my AL – my AL All-Stars for this year. At first base, I got Ty France. Easy. That's an nice. easy lock. Second nice. base, Andres Jimenez. Just like you. We're clicking wow. here. We're side by side here. At third base, I got Rafael Devers. There. I got I, respect. I will never, just I will never respect. disagree. Respect. Just got to respect that man. He's been so good. At shortstop, I got Tim Anderson. That man can just hit. What? He's a hitting machine. 356, five home runs. OPS yeah. of 896. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, at catcher. This is where you're out of bounds a little bit. Jose Trevino. He's been the he's been the best catcher in baseball defensively and hit-wise. He's been very good. Outfield, I got Andrew Benatendi, Aaron Judge, and Tyler Ward. That's a lock right there. Oh, and designated hitter, uh, J.D. Martinez. J.D., okay, he's, he's got a high average. His home run isn't – he doesn't have a lot of bombs this year, but still. Doubles, though. Yeah, he's he's a doubles he machine. He's taking he's taking a uh, page in the book of his former Tigers teammate uh, Nick <laughs> Castellanos with his doubles he's hit this year. But yeah. um, I, I question why no Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Yeah. Okay, this is my criteria. I did it on most deserving. Not this. This isn't a popularity contest for me. Okay. This is on most deserving. I probably should have stated that before. But okay. that's my criteria. Most deserving. Did you want to get over to the NL? Let's do it. I mean, I did the thing here. I, I actually screw that, man. Screw that. I'm going in on Trevino. Um, <laughs> Jose Trevino. Yeah. He's having a great year, right? Yeah. Like, legit, he, he's been solid. Is this yeah. one of those years where you're like, oh, like when you go back 10, 20 years from now, you're sitting around, you're, you're sitting in front of a TV, you're on the phone with me. 20 years from now, you're like, hey, man, oh, let's play a game. Let's try to guess the 2022 All-Star team. Holy crap, remember that year Jose Trevino was a starter? Like that, I don't think that's that I don't think that's accurate. Like and I know I got Jonah Heim on mine, but still listen, like listen. Okay, but who the catchers in the AL, it's not deep. 
It's, it's not. Game. There's no catcher in the AL. I could that's catch why, for the ALs. That's right why now. this is basically this is a popularity contest. Now, do I think yeah. Trevino will get it? I don't. I think somebody like Salvador Perez will probably get it over him. But okay. I'm going off most most deserving. It's Jose Trevino. Yeah, he's he's put a get, put together a heck of a year. I'd yeah. agree there. All right, um, let's bounce. To I know I got high, but still. NL uh, Paul Goldschmidt first base. I mean, is there is there any other easier lock? I mean, maybe maybe you discuss. Uh, there there's some there was someone else. I can't remember Pete off Alonso? the top of my head. Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, Pete Alonso. Pete yeah. Pete deserves it too. I mean, that's a toss. I'd honestly say it's a toss up. I'll go Paul Goldschmidt second base. Jazz Chisholm. Hell of a year, man. Tip my cap. Start at second base. Third base, Manny Machado. Very tough. Nolan Arenado having another great year as well. Shortstop, this is where I threw my curveball. And I know that this every team needs an all-star. I'm going to say oh, it's not good because, I mean, Trey Turner deserves it, right? Trey Turner deserves oh, it. no. I, I'm throwing Nico Horner in here. Nico Horner's hitting 288 on the year, right? He, he's a solid shortstop. He's played great defense. He's had a couple sports center top 10 plays. He's flashing the leather. He hits the ball hard. He's a line drive hitter. He's not a sexy pick, but everybody needs an all-star. Nico Horner deserves to make a team. He, well, he, say he he deserves it over Trey Turner. That's what you're I'm saying. Not saying over Trey. I guess this is See, this is the starters, Nico, man. Yeah, the starters. I, I'm all I'm saying is I'm batting hard for Nico Horner. I like I, the kid. I, I think he's a great ball player. But uh, the outfield I think goes Mookie Betts. Um, Starling Marte's had a great year. And here's here's the my point on Marte. You can clip this if you want to. Starling Marte has gone through a lot of stuff over the last few years. I don't know if you realize his story, what he's gone through. Lost his wife um, a few years ago. Loses his grandma. Has to take a a time off to be with his family and stuff. Uh, He comes back, hits a home run in his first at-bat since losing his his grandma. I mean, he's been through so much stuff, and he's having a fantastic year on a Mets team that's winning ball games. I think there is no one more deserving of being an NL All-Star starter than Starling Marte. I mean, he's had a fantastic year um even in his old age i think he's still getting it done and he still deserves to be a starter on this team outfield this is a toss-up it's a toss-up because of how well ronald acuna has played the last few weeks <laughs> like acuna you could pencil him in there right right now i got jock peterson this guy has played out of his mind i mean he obviously had that big game against the mets where he had the the three homers three jock pops but um this is a guy who's been getting it done for a little bit i like him a lot uh, catcher wilson Contreras. I think that's – I'd honestly say unanimous. I don't know who else you'd put in that spot. Damn. Maybe Yadier Molina in his final run. DH-wise, I know a lot of people in the NL would go a different direction. I'm going Albert Pujols. I think he deserves to get a, a final ride. You mentioned it on TikTok a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. He deserves a final ride. I mean, Derek Jeter started a shortstop in his final yeah, All-Star true. game. And I mean, I'm not mad give, at that. Give Albert Pujols a spot in the I'm DH. I'm not mad spot. at that. I'm not mad at that. That's good. I like that. All right. So Especially the NL, first year of an NLDH. Yeah. Like first yeah. year of an NLDH, give it to him. That him. makes sense. Yeah. All right. So the NL All-Star starters for me, at first base, I got Paul Goldschmidt. Easy. Second base, Jazz Chisholm, the coolest player in baseball. One of them. Uh, third base, I got Manny Machado. This guy's been playing like an MVP this year. Shortstop, I got Trey Turner, not Nico right Horner. Right uh, <laughs> at catcher, I got Wilson Contreras. A lot like you said, that's a that's that's a lock outfield ronald acuna uh mookie betts starlin Marte. like you said Marte. Oh, nice. marte has been solid this year really love what he's been doing and then a designated hitter i got bryce harper he's playing like an mvp again yeah. 
He is. He is. I mean, that that's obviously the clear pick, right? Yeah. If you wanted to pick a, pick a DH, it's obviously Bryce Harper. But if you want that sentimental value mm-hmm. of getting Albert Pujols to the postseason or get getting Albert Pujols to the All Star game, give him that at bat, give him a selfie with Joe West, whatever you want to do, man. Like, get it done there. I mean, that, that that'd be really cool to see him in his career like that. All right. Well, hey, uh, that's our show. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. We'll be back with another show next week. Uh, appreciate all the support. Uh, follow us on our socials. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. Uh, see you guys next week.